笑着。Welcome back, listeners, to Toy Story Minute, the daily podcast where we talk about Super Babies, Toy Story 2, one minute at a time. My name is John. My name is Jeb. And we've got Niall here with us. Hey,、again. still here. Still, still knocking、um, around, guys. It really, I was like, oh, we just talked about John Voight, so there we go. It's maybe Jesus <laughs> too, Super Babies. Yeah. <laughs> It's fun. Fun time. We get a baby why, is born. Why did you say Super Baby? Because of Baby Story Two. Because that's how it they they title it weird like that. They call it Super Babies, Baby Geniuses Two, not、oh. Baby Geniuses Two, Super Babies. Huh? Yeah. Right. I don't like that. Yeah. Okay. It's really weird. There's a couple、uh, other sequel titles because, in case you didn't realize, I've been collecting them a lot over the last few months. <laughs> really? <laughs> like every time I hear one, I'm like, ooh, gotta write that one down. There it is. Yep.、Mm-hmm. I just said, like, start stubbornly referring to to other sequels just like, by that and with that cadence. I'm like, pick in the city, Babe Two. Like, it's just yeah, just switch it around <laughs> makes it sound better. Fast Two, Furious Two. Oh, yeah, that works. Fast, that works. Fast Furious Two Two. <laughs> Too Fast Furious Two. But this minute, minute forty four, starts with that new utility belt signage. Yay! Wow! Cool! Ooh, fancy! Me, I gotta get me one of those.、Mm-hmm. And、mm. ends with, all space rangers are to be in. In. Yeah, they're、mm. to be in. They have to look good. <laughs> yeah, they have to be like in.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is Buzz at his most Tim the Toolman Taylor. Yeah. Like I gotta get me one of those. <laughs> and then he climbs、belts. up and he's just staring at the belt, just like. Well, he's not even just staring at the belt. First, he stares at the butt. Right. Which. Booty. Okay. I know that it's a callback, obviously, but like again, he's staring at the butt, right? And is he just like he's never seen behind himself? I guess, right? Like I guess if you look at yourself, you'd want to look at yourself from all angles, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. The belt is sold separately, though, right? That's like the thing. Yeah, I、this. think so. Because it's got real things on it. Like it's an actually utility belt with like twine and like suction cups on it that we'll see later in the movie.、Mm-hmm. So like it seems. Speaking of Batman, it's like so small they'll be holding all that stuff. Yeah, all yeah, it. You know? Just like Batman.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like yeah. The, you ever play the, like the Arkham video games where he's like he's picking up giant guns, like you、mm-hmm. know ele- electromagnetic shotguns, and then all of a sudden it's like,、yep. where is it? Why is the? It's supposed it's to be a tool belt. Yeah, it was a cat. He can hold ninety nine of them, but he can't hold a hundred. Right, that's、yeah. the limit. Yeah, <laughs> it's like in Pokemon where you can fit an entire bicycle in your backpack, and then don't have room for like one more like. Yeah, you can't have a hundred Pokemon. Well, you can now, but back in the day,、right. you couldn't have a hundred Pokeballs. You could only have ninety nine. And then you're just, you know. I, I, I remember the like more frustrating was Resident Evil Four, where like you could only have weapons that could fit in this briefcase, but then you were never carrying the briefcase. Like it was like, well, where is it disappearing <laughs> it to? Like, what's the point of having a briefcase like size if you're not just gonna have? Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Batman, background toys. Batman toys, not Batman toys. Background toys, but both, both is good. There's a lot. I just put them all in one list, despite like where they happened、Working、in this minute.、Mastos. Yeah, some are priced, including the most weird price, which is ten ninety nine for fur bear, which is just that it's the generic pink teddy bear from last movie,、mm-hmm. the one that、mm. was up on the top shelf. Yeah, yep, that was waving. Yep, eleven bucks. That's in ninety six <laughs> money. That's ex- yeah, yeah, for a, a plush. It's just a plush. Yeah, and it's everywhere. It's like they reuse it a lot on the、yeah. different shelves. Yeah, this is the、uh, the Pizza Planet 
of this movie. Yeah, basically. Just, yeah. Mm. It's, it's like, is the Pink Bear, is that supposed to be like some sort of basis for Lotso? Was there any connection between him and that? Yeah, they say, they say that it is. It, it must have just gotten redesigned for it, because they obviously couldn't design Lotso with his hair and everything. Right. Back in 95. Mm. Or even like in this movie. In 99, 99 even, yeah. yeah. There's a great bit of foreshadowing with something that costs six ninety nine. the unpopular cars <laughs> that's what the toy is called it must be referring to cars 2 mm-hmm. <laughs> boom roasted yeah <laughs> next we have zombie cheerleaders that have 13 cheers and they're just 6.99 oh for zombie cheerleaders wow that have cheers which i assume means they speak do they speak? right probably which for some bucks that you mean, good. Like, what, what's what's a zom- yeah, zombie cheerleader cheer going to be, though? But just like, brains, bra- brains, beat R. A-I-N-S. Yeah. Give me a B. B, give me an R. R, give me an A. We've got rotting flesh, how about you? We are friends with spirits. Yes, we are. Oh, like the ghosts? Ghosts are like opposite zombies. Yeah, but they're friends. Yeah, aw. Cute. Like, they hang out on Halloween and stuff, yeah. Man, you see, like, you know, sexy vampires and werewolves and stuff. There need to be, like, sexy zombies and sexy, sexy ghosts. ghosts. I did that with uh, warm bodies with young beasts. Yeah. Nic- oh, yeah. Nicholas Holt, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, iZombie. Zombie. She's pretty pretty sexy zombie, so. Yeah, I guess yeah, I mean. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. sexy ghosts, that needs to be a thing. Yeah, that seems. Oh, you know what? Ghostbusters. Oh. Casper? Oh. He's a child! <laughs> I know. I realized that that was inappropriate after I said it. <laughs> He's just Richie Rich if he died. Think about it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Ghostbusters, also- they have the weird uh, Bajay scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also... Yeah, goes nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but also uh, Patrick Swayze in Ghost is like the sexiest ghost you're ever going to get. So M- mm-hmm. maybe they peaked with that. They're just like, no, you can't get sexier and Patrick Swayze. Yeah, yeah, back yeah. to scary. Just back it up. Beep, beep. Just get out of this thing. Ghosts gotta be scarier now. We hit peak sexiness in the ghost community. Jeb, this is something you'll recognize. <laughs> that I think it's five ninety nine. This is where the numbers start getting hard to read. But Senorita Cactus is for sale here. Oh. Yeah. Really? That is the, uh, for those who don't know, the original character who was Jesse. Yeah. Uh, or, or the She was the original lady idea of what he's brought up. Yeah. yeah. So she actually is in this movie. Interesting. That's a really, that's like the only one that's like really an Easter egg. Well, there's mm. a couple that are kind of Easter eggs too. Next we have the greatest one, Pocket Butt. Yeah. And <laughs> it is an action okay. figure who's got a jet pack, but the jet pack's on his butt. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Like that's you can fun. see the illustrations on the box. That I mean, it's interesting. Yeah, right. I yeah. want. Why wasn't the Rocketeer about that? <laughs> Should have been. Well, yeah. As of today, apparently Disney, the Disney Channel's redoing the the Rocketeer with like a new female Rocketeer. What? So maybe you Whoa. might. Maybe this is like a thing. Like one of the guys from Toy Story Two is going to like guys. Okay, gender swap the Rocketeer. Also. Her butt's a rocket. Put on their butt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it seems like a good, uh, an obvious place for a butt if you could just make a fart yeah. joke. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a movie called Thunderpants where, mm-hmm. like, there's a kid. Uh, you mean Captain Thunderpants? No. There's oh. this kid who, like, I'm not entirely, I've never seen it, but I'm pretty sure he becomes like an astronaut and, like, flies because he yeah. farts. Yeah. It was one oh, of the. Of, uh, Mystery and, Men. No, and, like, Rupert Grint is in it. Yeah. It was, like, one oh, of the. Yeah. I think it was, like, his first, like, non Harry Potter role that everyone was like, yeah. look, look at what this guy can do. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, here's not much. The, uh, plot summary as given by IMDb. Oh. 
Patrick Smash was born with two stomachs, and hence the uncontrollable talent to produce ungodly farts. Oh, they're the ungodly. Su- this soon drives his own dad away and makes his lo- social life hell. His only friend is classmate Alan A. Allen, a prodigy genius is who has no sense of genius? smell. Not like another genius? Right. Who has no sense of smell. That's who Rupert Grant plays. Oh, okay. Yeah. Even Alan's invention, Thunderpants, which renders Patrick's farts harmless, can't make his space travel dream realistic. However, after the invention of an adaptation which turns it into flying fuel, Alan is recruited by the U.S. Space Center. Patrick becomes world-class tenor Sir John Osgood's secret high-sea farter. Their reunion <laughs> is even more incredible. How is this not the most popular movie to ever I honestly out? don't know. This sounds like a 30 Rock joke. <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah. I, re- I remember yeah. Thunderpants coming out. Like, I remember it being a thing. Yeah, and this, it was an instant bomb. The, uh... Wow, yeah. cool. That must have been during This was O2. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's huh. there's Ron Rupert Weasley, Grant, yeah. if you were, like, a nerd. But with glasses, yeah, and Ron Weasley with glasses. curly hair, hair. Yeah. Mm. We also, let's see, we've got a toy which, this is, of course, a great toy that every kid wants. Fire hydrant. Oh, <laughs> it's It's just a fire hydrant. Do you want to know what Thunderpants got on IMDb for, like, stars? 10 out of 10? 3.6. Out of t- uh, 3.6. Yeah. <laughs> That's their weird birdie scale. Yeah, it's 3.6 out of 3.6 plus 6.4. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, math, man. That's me. There's a dart gun for sale, which, you know, that's a thing. Whatever. There's nothing else to say about that. Then there's hanging, whirling airplane, which I think is the thing from the first movie. Oh. Yeah. And it has, like, the same... The picture on the box looks... Like, it's kind of hard to see, but it looks similar. So that's really cool. That that is. They brought that back. And then we have a great board game called, Is This Milk Spoiled? <laughs> the tagline is, The Nose Nose and Scratch and Sniff. Good lord. It's a Scratch and Sniff board game, I guess? Is this, this, sounds like a complete, this sounds like a complete winner. Like, why wasn't this an actual game? It sounds like yeah. a complete breakfast, yeah. yeah. Probably because the Scratch and Sniff, you'd have to buy one each time, which actually, yeah, yeah. sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> We'll sell, like, replacement packs. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds... Yeah, that's very good. Why not, right? There's two different versions of this one. Like, the box colors are different, which is My Little Mongrel. It's a puppy. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know? And it's like the... I think it's this universe's equivalent to My Little Pony. Right. But just with doggos instead of horses. Yeah. Which, dogs are better than horses, fight me. (laughs) There's one called Escape Pod. Something called Big Nasty Brain. Nice. Which is just a big nasty brain that you play with. That's very '90s, like gross out. Blech. Yeah, ew, it's a nasty brain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then there's something agitation, but I couldn't tell what it says. But that's all the background things on the shelves. As we get this amazing Rex and Mr. Potato Head little exchange, mm-hmm. where hmm. Rex gets woke. <laughs> and decries the faults of capitalism and exploitation. Xbox toitions. Yes, exploitations. He is criticizing morals in the Video games gaming. journalism. Video. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a less sexist gamergate, <laughs> yeah. which means it's not gamergate at all. Right. Yeah. It's just... He's like, I don't want to pay for DLC. Come on. Yeah. It's like mm. I'm not gonna. Yeah. The only way to beat this game is to. Spend money. Mm. Which, two weeks before the first movie came out, GameFAQs.com came out online 
But, I mean, it wasn't, like, widely used enough, I guess. You know, because who buys strategy guides now, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, now, nowadays, everything's just all, like, just watch it on YouTube. Just, like, every... Mm-hmm. Even, like, we mentioned earlier, like, our, like in the Arkham games, every Riddler challenge, I've never bothered to sit and figure out how to do it. It's always, like, YouTube, go to whoever, whatever this challenge is called, watch a guy do it. All right, now I'm done. You know, that's, that's the way that's done these days. No, there's no money in strategy guides anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Mr. Potato Head is like, ah, these liberals ranting. (laughs) And so he takes his ears out, which is great. It's another good Tata gag. But the real thing that gets me is when Rex's line gets interrupted, because he says, I always thought the Golden Scepter was the only... Only one. And this is, okay, so this is in the Buzz Lightyear Attack on Zerg video game. What would the Golden Scepter be? Would it be like a power-up? Would it be like right. an equipable thing? Does or it give you an extra life? The Golden Scepter? Yeah, it's because Buzz isn't wielding a Golden Scepter when we see him. Right. So it's not like something that he is using, at least in that playthrough. Right. So it's... I don't even... Yeah. What would, how would that even be a Buzz Lightyear thing? A right. Golden Scepter? Well, I imagine he's, he's gone to, like, an alien world, and it's a kind of like an Indiana Jones-esque adventure, where it's like, the Golden Scepter, if, if you insert it into the hole, it will open the gate of magic, and all this kind of mumbo-jumbo. Maybe it's like a warp. Uh-oh. It'll warp you to the next level. Okay. And that's how he got to the end of the game so quickly, but it doesn't help him with later on in the game. Right. Maybe, yeah, he doesn't have enough XP. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I do have to say... Oh, this is like an RBG Elements video <laughs> game. Sorry, what? No, I, was, I just got like a so uh, Wallace Shawn as a, as an actor like has been ruined for me now as well because like I do I love his work and he's doing like he's doing great stuff on like Mozart in the Jungle and stuff now like I really love him as an actor but every time I see him I can't help but think of way back in like my early twenties when I was you know my entire family had like receding hairlines very young so like I you know when I was early twenties I was already getting like really thinning hair and I was a bit self conscious about it. And my friend, a girl I know, she was just like, oh, you just, you know, shave your head. And I was kind of like, oh, yeah, well, I'm toying with it. And she's like, but I was like, ah, you know, going bald. It's a bit of a bold statement. And she's like, no, no, you'll be, you know, you'll, be, you know, you'll get away with it. You have a face full of character. You're like Wallace Shawn. I was like, what the f***? Because that's supposed to mean. <laughs> it's like the worst thing you could have said to anybody ever. That is rude. That, oh yeah. my god, that's so that's so brutal. That's rude. I can't that's believe mean. you just described your own murder to us. <laughs> oh, Niall, you've got the face of Wallace Shawn. <laughs> and that's a compliment mm-hmm. on what? If you want to find out where that uh, where that body is hidden, you just buy my strategy guide that uh, I'm now selling through. <laughs> yeah, that's the only way that you can uh, find out is through the... Yeah, yeah. The, the car comes in and Mr. Potato Head covers his eyes with his ears, which is the best thing ever. And I really wish it's a thing. And we get the good gag of the fingers. Toys apparently only can drive if they have fingers, and yet he can't. He can't really drive, Mr. Potato mm-hmm. Head. No, he sucks. Yeah, he's mm. awful. Which I guess Ham was doing fine without think. I mean, eh, you don't really need. You just need to, something that can turn the wheel. You don't need to grasp it that much, right? Unless you're doing like dangerous turn. I don't know. Mm. Apparently, we must have missed this, but I saw a thing like a note on IMDb or something that this car that they're riding in was a Hot Wheel sized car. In the very beginning of the movie, when they were looking for Woody's hat, like he, it's it's oh. there somewhere on the side. So we must have missed that, but that's right. cool. The driving of this car has the same problem that 
you get in Gremlins when like Gizmo is driving like the little remote controlled car and that like he's controlling it like they they're all controlling it via the steering wheel whereas the control of remote control car it's by the remote control so it's kind of it doesn't make sense that they're able to like it doesn't have pedals and you can't drive it like a normal car right. it doesn't make any sense right i think this might be a situation where the toy car doesn't drive but because it is a toy with a well no is this car sentient huh because RC has eyes. Yeah, yeah, and he's a remote control car. Yeah. And I would think a Hot Wheels car, if it's a toy, like if it can, you know, if it has like thoughts and feelings and stuff, can drive itself. Yeah. Right. But. It'd be a better driver it than. Obviously, wouldn't drive it out like Yeah. Yeah. All that. All that jazz. Mm-hmm. I can imagine it been like a, huh. like the sassy, the car in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, where it's just like, hey, welcome to the toy store, and just like going into the whole routine. And then the writers are like, we don't want to have to write that. Just like, it just drives itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is weird. Maybe they're, no, because you hear an engine. I was going to say maybe they're Flintstoning it, but that doesn't make sense either. Mm. Yeah. Why would this have any sort of engine in it? That's weird. Yeah, this is a, maybe, this is a thinker. <laughs> maybe at Ham's feet and then Mr. Potato's feet. There's a remote. The remote is just in the bottom of the car, like there instead of pedals. Mm. Yeah, there you go. They're just pushing that. That works. And then fingers don't apparently work. Let's roll with that. But speaking of Wallace Shawn's face, the most <laughs> interesting line in this minute, I think, is when Buzz reveals that toys can have body dysmorphia and feel weird about how they look yeah he says am i really that fat oh yeah like, touching his chin and all right that. which first of all he's got kind of a fat guy face i guess yeah. but like his body itself doesn't seem to be right his body is a suit so i guess not yeah mm. but like okay so if toys can feel bad about how they look like can they i guess we've established that they can have makeup because they had the kissy marks yeah with bo peep mm-hmm. last movie but they can't lose weight no you know? Right. So even though Buzz exercises, so that's mm. a, another weird thing with him being by that fat. <laughs> and if toys can feel bad about their body image and can have body dysmorphia, can they be transgender? Can they actually, like, huh. would toys in a community without kids so that, like, the kids couldn't see, would they actually, like, modify themselves, like, Sid style? Like, oh, that's interesting. Whole... If Buzz wanted to be less fat, could he, like, have a surgery where a toy takes some of his, like, rubber out of his right. head. Mm. Would that be a real thing that can be done? Like, uh, would it, like, because Woody got surgery in this, in this week. Like, I'm, uh, I'm thinking that yeah, could be an interesting exactly. story angle as well. Of Like, it gets to the point of, like, maybe he doesn't want to be a Space Ranger toy anymore. Maybe he wants to be, like, a Robin Hood kind of thing. It's like, you can't be, you're a Space Ooh. Ranger. And then they do a story he about... wants to be an architect. Yeah, or they have to do, like, a, well, he can have surgery to alter himself into whatever he wants. Like, that could have been an interesting angle to go in a toy story. Mm-hmm. A, a, a literal toy story. Rex wants to be a spaceman in the beginning of this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. Oh, these are great angles to explore. If there was, I wish there was a Toy Story TV show that wasn't Buzz Lightyear or Star Command that was like an actual in right. Toy Story. Mm. Right. Yeah. I mean, the closest thing we're going to get, I guess, is maybe a Kingdom... The Kingdom Hearts isn't going to explore that. Right. No. Uh, no. <laughs> channel formerly known as ABC Family. Mm. Mm-hmm. I do... Oh. I, I wonder, like, if a lot of Buzz's, like, oh, am I really that fat? It's like, is, is, is he picking up some of Woody's neuroses? Like, this seems like, oh, you've been hanging around with that cowboy for too long, man. Like, you're picking up his habits. Because that's, like, something Woody would say. Whereas, like, Buzz right. would be, he's usually pretty, like, on top of things, and he wouldn't be concerned about that sort of stuff. 
But it seems like, yeah, no, he's been hanging about with this guy for way too long. Now he's sort of, you know, this is up there with Woody looking at the thing in his head going, I hope it's not permanent. Like, really? That that, that might be a thing because Woody's worried about Andy seeing it. Mm. But this actually, speaking of a Woody thing, kind of brings back to near the end of this movie when Woody gets his arm extra stuffed and acts like his muscle. Yeah. Mm. Yep. That's another thing of your body image. Mm -hmm. And so Mm, Woody mm. has the exact same kind of thing. So, like, this is so weird. Yeah. Skinny Buzz would be odd, though. Skinny Buzz would look creepy. He pulls it (laughs) off because it's a head. He's he's just, I mean, Buzz is a snail inside of a shell, basically. (laughs) He's an amorphous blah blah rubber, basically. Toy Anatomy's weird. It is. Yeah. (laughs) Man, Buzz is fat. Mm. Allegedly. Yeah, I don't think he's fat. Buzz, you're no. beautiful the way you are. Yeah. Mm. But he does the, he does like a slow grab towards this utility belt. I do. Someone's going to see him. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I love his, like, the the kind of look of consideration where he's just like, oh, look at this utility belt. And he has a kind of look of like, hmm, I could take this. I? Yeah, it's like a real, like, <laughs> this is really well animated. And then the new character that we have, Utility Belt Buzz, who there's nothing to say about him other than he's just, you know, he's Buzz. Um, <laughs> but with the Utility Belt. Yeah. <laughs> he demonstrates what to do when someone starts grabbing for your crotch. Yeah. Which is you disable them and say, hey, creep, mm. don't touch that. You're in violation of rule whatever uh, 6044.5 yeah oh no 6404.5 yeah which is california's anti-smoking law oh, oh okay yeah. <laughs> it, it states that this is a little bit going into the next minute but it states that base rangers are supposed to remain in hypersleep until awakened but mm-hmm. isn't that what utility belt buzz is doing right now isn't he breaking the law in order to enforce it mm. but uh oh. if it's a law for space rangers specifically he's breaking it right he's breaking the rule maybe because he's huh. utility belt buzz he pulls rank that he's like no because <laughs> yeah. like I've, yeah. i got this so i can do this i'm uh, better than you yeah in order I to enforce the rules. the rules yeah and it's very military i mean next minute we'll see more of this but like i didn't realize how cop like i mean i i mean i thought of the most cops been like a military force but i guess you know they are a military organization right these rangers mm-hmm. yeah hmm. kind of like a park ranger yeah he's a park ranger except for not buzz like a park ranger <laughs> yeah parks and recreation yeah what if just in that show just one character was also buzz Lightyear? <laughs> i mean andy samberg oh i would say weirdly enough i would say uh oh, wait andy samberg yeah oh because he's a ranger in the, like yeah. a couple episodes yeah i would say if any of he's them really loud, were him it would be chris traeger would be buzz He's very Chris Traeger ass. Mm. Yeah, yeah, with his like showing off and his, his fitness. Like, yeah, he's like neurotic a little bit uh-huh. as we see here with his fatness. Uh-huh. Yeah, his body's a microchip, by which I mean that's what holds all of his phrases yep. that have Woody Christmas. <laughs> yeah. So we have a second here, I guess, kind of. Niall, do you have since you haven't been a guest before? Do you have any like memories of like when you saw Toy Story? Like if you saw it in the theaters or. Any, like, going along and seeing Pixar, that kind of thing, maybe seeing Toy Story 2, all that kind of thing, like, any specific, like, ties that you have emotionally or historically to this movie? Uh, well, I weirdly do, like, in that, like, I would have been, it was 95 when the first one came out, so I would have been 8, and Mm -hmm. I remember, like, seeing, like, adverts for it on the TV and been, like, really, like, oh, that looks awesome, and I'd been like, oh, this is amazing, and then saying to my parents, like, oh, can I go see that? And they were like, no, well, why would you want to watch that? Like, they were really dismissive of it, of it, been really like, 
Yeah, as if I was too old for it in some way. And I was very... What? Yeah. (laughs) You were not too old. An eight-year-old is too old to see a cartoon movie? Yeah, I remember that distinctly. Even at at that age, I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) It's a kid's movie. I want to see it. And then, But I didn't get seeing it until... Because in 95, our hometown didn't have a cinema at that point. You would have had to trek way out. At that point, no one in my family owned it. Like, my dad didn't drive like he does drive now. He has a car and stuff. And, like, my mom didn't drive. And so it would have been like, there's... You could have got out with another kid, because I did go to the cinema, just not that often. And it was only, like, two years later, there was a local one built. So then I would have been I would have been out to see Toy Story 2 in the cinema at that point. But, yeah, it was had to be wait, wait. Listeners, when he says cinema, he means movie a, movie theater. Pi- a moving picture show. Yeah. <laughs> movie theater. One of those dime Nickelodeons mm. that you, you know, you see the moving pictures rapidly flash past you. <laughs> like when the train comes but, uh Oh, no, it's, uh, but no, I do remember, like, I did eventually see the first one. I got it on VHS for, like, that Christmas. That was a, that was a good, like, my parents were like, oh, fair enough, yeah, we'll get you this. I actually remember the point of, like, I was going to watch it, and my older brother, who was about, like, he was in his 20s at the time, he was like, yeah, I want to watch this. He hadn't seen it either. He was like, oh, f- of course I want to watch uh, this thing. It looks great. So, yeah, this is a movie that transcended, apparently, everyone but my parents, who were like, no. But, uh, yeah, and then the, the second one, I remember, well, about a couple of years later, I think I was uh, approaching a period when I was in my early teens, yeah. and I was getting into a yeah, bit of a... Uh, 99. Yeah. yeah, and I had a bit of a sort of uh, I went through a bit of like a film snob period where I was like, oh, I was getting into all the classics. And at that point in my life, Toy Story 2 was like, oh... <laughs> but I did see it eventually on video, and actually very, very much enjoyed it. And by the time the third one rolled around, I was completely sold and, like, out there yeah. opening day kind of thing, and like, I was still, like, I'm still, like, a. I distinctly remember going to see Finding Nemo on opening day and been, like, one of the only people in the cinema, which was bizarre, because it's Finding Nemo. But, uh, that's yeah. A, looking back, that's, like, mm, yeah. great film. Yeah, it's, like, absolutely crazy. Like, I was, like, a Friday night in the, the local cinema, and no one was there to see Finding Nemo except me and, like, three other people. So, yeah, I've been completely bowled over and won over by Pixar since. And, yeah, absolutely, like, loved the first Toy Story that could... could recited to you backwards kind of thing like know that film off by heart the second one didn't see as much i think i don't know if it's because i just i didn't own it on vhs at any point so like i would have seen it like through rentals and stuff like that but i didn't actually ever buy the tape and uh, so like i liked it and stuff i just didn't fork out the money to buy it and uh from like i still uh, know it pretty well and then the third one i've seen dozens of times because it's you know although again talking about emotional heartbreak is like that one's the one that's really gonna put you that's gonna be even worse for you guys because you that'll be like near the end of your whole show as well where it's just like yeah. it's all coming to a proper end so yeah yeah so speaking of like seeing each of the films do you have a ranking of the trilogy can you rank the trilogy for us of which is you know favorite to least or least of yeah favorite? yeah i'd say like one three two I think it would be mine. It's just because I just love the first one so much, and I think it's just such a you know such a great original idea and stuff. And I think right. I, and that makes sense with how much you've you've seen them too. Yeah, you watch the ones you like. Oh, totally, totally. I also kind of think like a lot of the themes of the third one they're introduced in this one of the whole idea of like, well, you know, Andy's going to move on from you eventually and all that, but it's right. done with much more heft in the third one. I almost think you could beyond like the introduction of like Jesse and stuff. You could almost leave the second film out, and the two Toy Stories one and three would work as a perfect unit anyway. Of just like here's a kid, and then here's like 15 years later, here's a you know doing uh, moving on and stuff. But uh, I think that sounds terrible. It sounds as if I'm the. I think Toy Story three is really like a lot of 
let's take the ideas from Toy Story 2 and expand on them. Mm. Whereas Toy Story 2 as a sequel to 1 is like, let's explore a different thing. Right. Toy Story 3 is like, we had some ideas in the sequel that we didn't explore fully. Let's keep going with that. Mm -hmm. Which, like, I've heard people say that, like, Toy Story 3 is just Toy Story 2 explained, basically, (laughs) which I guess it kind of is. It's, like, expanded. Like, just the line of, you think Andy's going to take you to college. Right. You're going to be with him forever. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. It's different executions of the same idea of mortality. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, one deals more with death. One deals more with, like, I guess, legacy. Yeah, and like moving on and yeah, or purpose. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's it's different ways of conveying the same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. but I think like the, the the first one still is just like it, it that pulls rank like in terms of I still don't think even Pixar film it wins for being the first. Yeah, yeah. It's just like some of the the, the highs of that are higher than anything else. Like and I think even like the scene of like Woody and Buzz on the rocket at the end. That's just like a perfect scene as Pixar has ever done. Beyond like that and like the opening to up and you know, a couple of other scenes, like that's them as their top tier. If you have to go, you know, make a top five list of best Pixar moments, like that's in that top five for me personally, oh, yeah, anyways. Definitely, so. yeah. definitely. Whereas, you know, Toy Story 3 is like, oh, it's amazing stuff in there, but it's more just for how sad it makes you more than like how, like, oh, transcendingly joyous and stuff it is. And uh, Toy Story 2, yeah, it just doesn't, again, the great film, I don't think it has any moments that I would be like, this is just, like, so wonderful. It's just very, like, this is a good movie. It just doesn't reach the highs of the other two, for me, personally, anyway. Well, that, that, that makes sense. That's a fair enough opinion to have. Until next time, listeners. I thought you were going to say, like, start wrapping up, like, Nile, and I was like, No, yeah, we have another. Yeah, I was like, this is Thursday. Yeah, but until tomorrow, Friday, the next minute, that one, the next episode that you presumably will listen to listeners i don't know why i'm stalling on my own thing right. uh, <laughs> i thought that the golden scepter was the only am i really getting that fat or am i really that fat anyway wild wild west